0: Welcome to the Tape Cassette Podcast. I am Jacqueline, here today to talk to you about the progress of my duplication and some tips or basically kind of explaining my process so far so that if you are in the process of doing it or if you're just curious to learn how I do it, this will be the episode for that. I did not have a chance to repair anything because I've been really focused on getting as many tapes out as possible um, as some of you may have seen or maybe not, maybe this is your first episode. Um, but some of you may have seen on uh Reddit or on uh Instagram uh people have started receiving the tapes that I've been sending out for free. And I'm really, really happy because a lot of people have privately messaged me about um how they really enjoyed it and some people were like really into uh basically I made a mixtape that was stripped audio from my Twitch stream, and it was turned into a mixtape. Um, I didn't edit the music, but what I did do was add a track of the uh, two two different people uh, reading Edgar Allan Poe uh, literature over the mix, and... This is kind of another transition into my Alice tape. It's very similar um except those are not done live. I have spent a lot of time with the Alice tape like literally composing each track so that it was going to match um the literature that I was trying to ma- mix with that. So, uh this mixtape was kind of like a fun one-off thing. I did want to surprise everyone and send them tapes. Um it is a probably one of my many procrastination by doing another mixtape which I happen to do a lot so i was kind of uh stuck on alice like i i don't want to say that i had like writer's block or if that would be possible for music but for me sometimes to get over that i just started another project and then that halloween tape was kind of like the other project in between alice And right now, I am really like getting better at duplicating, and the duplication of the Halloween tape has taken up a lot of time. But it was really important for me to send those out for free. Um, I really, really like the concept of giving out free music, and it was kind of like a little token. I wanted to thank everybody for the support that they had previously for my other releases, so pretty much everybody that purchased from me in the past received a free tape. Um, A lot of people didn't get it yet, because there's still, uh, today I duplicated like a lot of tapes, so I only have 15 more tapes left to duplicate, and that is not a lot considering there's probably about 50 of these tapes made, or there's going to be around 50 of them made, and then I had a couple random people message me that they wanted to get a tape and they haven't previously ordered from me, um, which isn't a problem. I was like I had a few extras that I could do that for. Um, some of them might have been like people that interacted with me a lot. Um it 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 basically it's just about getting the music out there. So the duplication process right now um really trying to wrap up this halloween tape. I have the 15 left then I have to fulfill the orders for Alice and uh I'm pretty much a one person show, so if I'm making my tape duplications, it sometimes takes away from me doing actual new music. So I'm kind of really focused right now on finishing up the two projects that I had already done. Um so halloween tape is almost done. The, um, and it's called actually The Raven and Telltale Heart. Um, both of them were Edgar Allan Poe literature recorded over my Twitch stream stripped audio. Um, and then the Alice in Wonderland is the next one to duplicate. So I've already made my next mixtape, um, which is like a Beethoven Vaporwave mixtape, where I use, it's more of like the MIDI version of Vaporwave, which I recently learned all about Vaporwave from a fellow musician friend um, who's been very supportive since day one of releasing my first tape, Um, and he's heavy in the Vaporwave scene, so it is really helpful to have people to talk to about how to duplicate and how to create, you know, the aesthetics of having a tape and all that fun stuff. So the basically, there's three tapes made right now, and it's just about duplicating. And I'm still playing every Wednesday the Twitch stream. Um, part of the Halloween tape was like a promo for that Twitch stream, so I put a little note for everyone, like to thank them for their support and to let them know that I do have the Twitch stream. Um, it's been the stream is kind of something I thought of because. Uh, there's actually a musician in the band Trivium, and he is on Twitch stream, and my husband's a really big fan of him, um, and it's also kind of funny because uh, I went to high school with Paulo, who is of Trivium, and we were both in band together. I don't know if he remembers me or if he would, but I remember him playing. Um, so it was just kind of funny because he had a Twitch, his uh, bandmate has a Twitch stream, And uh, he'll play music and he'll record things live, so I was like, it's kind of a cool thing. There's another uh, Twitch streamer named Floop that I like watching, and he's a drummer, so he'll play, like, requests and he'll just drum along to different songs. Um, So I thought, you know what, this is a really good way to kind of go out there and be able to perform for people um, and let them kind of hang out with me because sometimes like, I just like hanging out with people and most of my friends are online as far as like in different countries. So most of the communication is done online. Um, I've moved around different cities and stuff. So it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, we all communicate through social media and internet. Um, but the Twitch stream is kind of a cool concept and I'm going to continue doing that every Wednesday. And that's pretty much where that's been. So right now, the priority has been on the duplication, and I have, um, I've received maybe like a handful of orders for cassette sorting, and um, that was another thing that I've been kind of thinking about was the duplication process for that. Uh, priority zero would be to get all the tapes out to the cassette stores, and I have been kind of particular about who I'm allowing to carry the tape, because I have no issue selling direct to consumer. And I don't really care about how much I make on my tapes. It's more about getting the music out there, getting people to get, like... Uh, you know, into, I just want to connect with people. And those tapes are physical copies that allow me to connect to other people. Um, so the priority, of course, is the du- to duplicate right now, send out the mixtapes that are going to actual cassette store day participants. And um, I really don't want to tell anybody who is going to be carrying them until I have a final count um but I'm super excited and right before I did this podcast I checked my email and I got a order from one of my favorite cassettes well they're a record store and they're just an awesome music store and they're probably going to be ordering my tape so it's kind of like a really freaking awesome moment where I'm like oh my god this is real like I just made a tape and I got the place that I grew up going to is you know inquiring about possibly carrying my tape on cassette store day that was kind of like a real like, I don't even know how to explain it in words, but it was kind of, like, a kind of surreal moment where it was, like, okay, that's pretty cool. Like, I never thought that would happen. Um, I know that there's some, like, there's some shops that are, like, mom and pop stores, but this one is what I consider one of the mega stores as far as, like, well, you know, there's no more... um I don't know what you would call it, but it's it it was kind of a big deal. So, I'm really looking forward to announcing where the tapes will be purchased. You can purchase them at and um, probably because duplication is taking priority. I'm only gonna focus on getting the cassettes out to the stores. Um, I think that opens up a whole new like, world out there, because there's some people that might pick something up in person that wouldn't necessarily find me online, and I have, um, I have a good feeling that Cassette Store Day is really going to help with that. Um, it's, it's just really cool. I was so excited when I got that email, (laughs) like, I literally was really excited, and then I was supposed to do my podcast, uh, this episode we're you're listening to now, I was supposed to record before checking my email, and I checked my email, and I was just so happy to see that, um, and then that's also kind of, like, the motivation, because it's like, okay, I have to get these Halloween tapes sent out, because people are asking me for them that previously purchased, and I'm like, hey, I have you, um, I have literally printed out every single person that purchased from me. I have a label printed out that is already addressed to them and it's ready to stick on the packages. It's literally just every time I do a tape, it takes me 30 plus minutes to do a tape because my tapes are 30 minutes long. I I record them in real time. I play them back. I make sure that they're in quality. Um... Sticker them, J cards. All the J cards are already made for the Halloween one. Um, Also, randomly, like like, I just have so much energy right now from all of this. But it's also, like, that kind of, like, drained energy where you're sort of really energetic, but you might have had a lot of coffee. Even though I only had one caffeine drink today, I feel like I've had 12 cups of coffee because of just everything that's going on, and I also got a puppy today, which is unrelated to tapes, but I guess it's my podcast, so I'll talk about it anyway, and, um, I have, so I have a dog now, and, like, it's just been so great, I, I got him today, his name is Finn, and he's a little pup, he's only eight weeks old, so it was really nice because the room that he's staying in, like, his little area is where I was duplicating today. And whenever I would play the tapes to duplicate them or start recording the tapes, Finn would fall asleep. Like, I guess he was just super into the music because he was just, like, super tired falling asleep. And then the second I would start to test the tapes and the you know, like, the full uh, mixtape wasn't playing, he would get really hyper and start wanting to play with his toy and get on my lap. And the minute that I started duplicating again, he would go back to sleep. It was, like, clockwork. So I'm, like, maybe my music's just really chill for my dog. (laughs) Because I'm, like, this dog is literally falling asleep while I'm doing the tapes. But it was also cool because, like, I was kind of watching him making sure that he was acclimating well While doing the duplications, and then there's like periodic points where he would like kind of, um, you know, like I have my duplication, and then he would like want to sit on my lap while I was doing everything. I'm like, this is so cute, it's so much easier to do duplications when you have a puppy like wanting to hang out with you all day. And I'm like, okay, well, this is a little less lonely because sometimes it can be, um, you know, like if I'm doing so far, I've only done up to 50 tapes for my releases. And let me tell you, when you listen to your music 50 times in a row and it's like, that's the final product, um, it can be kind of, I don't want to say it's intense. And I'm not like embarrassed of my music, which is weird because like I recently went to a film festival and some of the filmmakers don't like watching their film after they've made it because they feel like they could have done more for it. And as a filmmaker, like previously, I have a background in filmmaking. I know that exact feeling. Like whenever I made a movie, I would hate to watch it. Like I just didn't like watching it. And I don't feel that way about my music. So I think that kind of says a lot. Um, it's just like, I when I listen to it it's almost like I know what's going to happen in the music and I think about like how I could have done it better but I don't ever want to change what's already on the tape. And that was like one of the things that I realized um that I like this type of creative more um because with filmmaking I like like I said sometimes I would make a film and I would just like hate it like I just really didn't like it and i think a lot of it had to do with um you know like in when you're in film school everyone kind of tells you that what you're doing is wrong and it's um i'm i'm slowly starting to realize that that was all a bunch of baloney because it's like uh creative is subjective so lately my whole thing is i want to just make a bunch of content and whatever's in my creativeness, I'm just letting it flow. Like, that's why I was able to do three mixtapes in such a short amount of time, because I'm not really caring about what people think about it. I, I do The things I care about are, like, when I had feedback that my labels weren't sticky enough. I'm like, okay, sure, I can go get new labels. Thanks for that feedback. I appreciate that kind of feedback. But for the concept of, like, Whether or not something is good music, I don't really care, because I like it, and I would listen to it, and I do listen to it 50 times after I make it. (laughs) And I still think it's awesome every time I make it, but I'm not, like, one of those creatives that just thinks everything they make is fabulous and, like, the most amazing thing ever, because I've been that same artist that will make something and then just think it's trash. So, um... I guess with that part of how this ties into the duplication process is that um, it's almost like when I'm doing the duplications, I'm studying my own work and then kind of thinking like, hey, how can I make this better on the next mixtape? And um, the duplication process is very tedious um, because I'm doing it this way. I don't have the gear to be doing it like how most people do it and just do multiples at one time. But I think there's also this, like, je ne sais quoi to it, where it's like, okay, something that I can't really describe is that I think it has a little bit more character that each of the tapes are done individually. And maybe when it gets to the point where, like, because right now my bottom line is just I want people to be able to have a piece of this music and stuff that I'm making. Um, But maybe if it's, like, further down the line where I can afford multiple, uh, people duplicating them for me. Maybe it'll get to that point, but I'm also content with recording 50 by myself. It just takes up a lot of time, but it's also like, I'm okay with that. So this is kind of like, you know, I have a day job and I do like my day job. There's some parts of it that I, like, I would totally love to do tape stuff all day, but I also don't want to lose that fun part of doing the tape stuff, so I'm okay having it as, like, a really intense hobby that I do a lot. (laughs) So, um, but on the flip side, it would be cool to, like, do that stuff full-time. Um, and I guess I'm mainly saying that because right now, the way that it's done, it's almost, like, therapeutic to be able to make something, um, make copies for every single person. And it's like, I put a lot of, um, my energy into these tapes. So it's like, not only am I putting my energy into making the music, I put it into making the J cards, cutting the J cards, cutting out cardboard, like putting it all together, um, just so I could send somebody a package. And then like the thing that gets me going is like, okay, well, that package made someone's day. And I've had multiple people tell me like they'll get the tape and it just makes their day. And I'm like, that to me is worth making 50 tapes by hand individually. Is just knowing that that person appreciated the little tape that I sent them. So it's kind of a cool thing. Um, that's pretty much it for this this podcast episode, I'm just gonna probably call it the duplication update. Um, probably gonna do an episode next week on cassette store day, kind of go over that a little bit more because we're inching pretty close to that. Um, I'm gonna try and post some more pictures of Finn hanging out with me and capes and maybe even do the cliche here's my dog with music. Because it's cute. (laughs) And I just like my dog. He's awesome. So I'm super grateful that I have a little buddy now when I'm doing my tapes. um, Because it is uh, kind of... Only so so many people can sit there and listen to your tape 50 times. Without being like, um... Can we go on to something else? But Finn's cool with it. He just chills while I play my tapes. And record them. Um, only thing that was like, okay, I gotta put fun Finn inside of another room was when I go to like put the cassettes in the J cart or like put everything together in the jewel cases, and then like I put little surprises and stuff in some of my packages and stickers and stuff, and then Finn was like, that looks like something I can chew on. So I was like, We are not gonna be chewing on this. Um, so for actual assembly, it was mainly, like, the recording and spot-checking the tapes that, um, he was hanging out for. The other stuff, I'm like, okay, you need to go hang out over here for a little bit so I don't have a dog chewing up all of my materials. (laughs) So, that was pretty much it for today's episode. I look forward to announcing where my tapes are going to be at. I also look forward to talking a little bit more about cassette tape, or cassette tape, um, cassette store day with everybody. And that is all for today. I hope you have an awesome day, night, whatever it is that you're doing. It is nighttime here and I'm coming to you from my closet because that's the best sound in my little home in Austin, Texas. Have a good one.